I guess my, uh, I don't know, my procession intro uh, sound. It is Take 116. Today is the second annual Sweeties, and we've got a great review for you guys. We've got some great movie news that we're going to go over, like we said in one of our posts this week, in one of our Instagram posts. Do not call to come back. It's going to be a little hint at some of the movie movie news. We'll also talk about like stuff we've been watching this week. We've, we, we're we going to do that a little bit more, let you guys know on what we're talking about. Um, uh, we got to use Letterbox a little bit more. We'll figure that out. But then we're going to talk about a movie that uh, was in mine and Jive's top five, top like three movies of 2020. That is Sound of Metal. TC will let you guys know where he has it on his uh, if it would have, if you would have watched it in 2020, and then we are going into the Sweeties. We'll give you a nice recap of the 2019 or the 2020 slash 2019 winners, and we will unveil the winners for 2020. It was not a packed year for movies, um, but it was a great year of watching movies that you maybe hadn't seen before, like we did. And you guys voted, you guys picked, so we'll reveal all of those. It is your boy, the Sweet Keeks, and who do we got? Plus an extra person. Who do we got? It's TC, and we have... We have Jives. Let's go. Let's go. Producers on here. We had to bring all the boys on. Producer Appreciation Month slash year. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Since since mid-September 2019. Holy cow. It is... We love to have you on whenever you come on. Oh, yeah, I love coming on. That Q&A was so fun when we did that. What was that? That was that is one of my all time. That, that was like the wake of uh, quarantine, wasn't that like in April or May? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. When we were like, "What are we gonna do?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Which we still have. Uh, Jives, how you doing? What what you been up to? Doing well, doing well. Just about to start a new semester coming up. My master's program. That's starting right. next week. Uh, just finished an album. Just got it signed by a major label. It's coming out Let's soon. Let's go. <laughs> That's so sweet. So yeah, just living What's life. What's it called? Uh, is it, it breaking news? Can we get can we, can we get some some more deets on it? Yeah, it is. It's coming out via the record label Alpha Pup. Drops in hey. one month. Well, like a month and a half. It's like seven songs. Like definitely oh. my favorite, best music I've ever made. So I'm really excited. That's so sick. What's the- yeah. What's the album name? Wait for me. Ooh, let's yeah, dude. go. Month, month and a half. Keep yeah. an eye open. We'll we'll plug it oh, too. We'll, I mean, of course. Everybody, go type in right now. With okay, so last week I had a call to action to everybody to wash their face masks and their pillowcases, which I hope people have done. Continue <laughs> to do that. Also, mm-hmm. while you're at it, go on to Spotify, write Jives, and type in Jives. J I V E S. Let's go. Thank you. Let's, let's bump those. Let's bump those listens up. Baby. I, yeah, let's get you. And then also while you're at it, um, give give your car a car wash. <laughs> Go vacuum it out. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Check the weather. Make sure it's not raining the day before. Vacuum your car and clean the inside of your car. I would say is even more important. Yes. Oh, a, a nice vacuum yeah. session in your car feels Oof. amazing. It feels like blowing your nose. <laughs> it's so helpful. You know. You know what I. I love the sound of when you're vacuuming and you like 
at the car wash and you vacuum up a penny. <laughs> just, mm. just the clank as it goes through <laughs> into the trash. Just like, tick, 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 tick. Vacuum yeah. up oh, an old dry fry that fell in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just a nice, sweet McDonald's fry. <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world. What, what, what are your guys' preferred fries? You know, we love audibles. Here's one. Oh, 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 the best. Okay, for those listeners here in Utah, Chubby's beer battered fries. Hands, hands down. The best. That's the burger place, right? I get that mixed up with Cubby's, which it's, I think is like the barbecue yeah, yeah. place Chubby's. or whatever. Chubby's, like Chubby. Chubby's, yeah. yeah. That place is good. Yeah, the fries there. It is. I would say for fast food, hmm, maybe McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's, solid. McDonald's There's good. a place in, uh, I love racing. Sorry, in downtown Salt Lake called Hires Big H. Have you guys been? No, but we will go. Oh, I don't think so. I don't so know. The best fries. Hires Big Hires H. Big H. Where is it? It's on Fourth South, just kind of downtown. It's like an old, it's like an old diner kind of feel. Oh, Salt yeah, Lake yeah. City. I think I've been there. Do you have to? Is it like you like go in? It's like a like glass doors kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I think I've been there, but it's been years, yeah, yeah. so I don't really amazing remember. fries. Um, my, my choice I think would be raising canes Ooh. just purely based off the fact if you have it paired with the sauce, there's nothing better. Dude, you love canes. <laughs> Even alone me. Okay. I will say TC is the original TC and Todd are the original homers for raising canes. Really? Yes. The first he, I went there. They were the first ones to bring me there. The first time I had it, we were at a basketball tournament in Las Vegas. It was for like BYU was playing. My dad loves BYU, so we'd go uh, for those tournaments. And my mom like brought back some raising canes. I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> and so then then it was born. So I haven't been. It's been a while since I've had a had a good canes. So do um, do for a good cane session. Not for long. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's here. It's not it's already long. it's it's here. It's up here in Utah. Has it opened? West Valley. Yeah. Oh. It's opened. Let me let me double really? check this. Dude, wel- welcome to life. Like something that you love that's not near you, you're like, oh, I love it so much. And then once it comes near you, you never go. <laughs> exactly. Like I have a Canes literally five minutes from my house, and I go like once every three or four yeah, months. I don't know. Which was about as often as I went before when it was in Las Vegas. I don't know if it's open yet, but yeah, there you have it. Okay. Sweet. There are our list of fries. Um Boys, what have what what have we been up to this week, and what are we watching? Oh, uh, we watched uh, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, it nice! Was, First time it was. No, I've watched it. It was my third time, but I watched it like early two thousands, and I watched it again like mid two thousand tens. And then it, Ken, mm-hmm. Kenny's never seen it, so we rewatched it. And that movie's got a lot of style and a lot of banter, mm. and the the last act is just a blast. Oh, the twins! <laughs> yeah, the twins. <laughs> Brennan, I mean, uh, Brennan Fraser, we, he's making a comeback. <laughs> George, I don't know, I got George Clooney and Brennan Fraser in the same sentence, but gosh dang, I hope they make a movie <laughs> together. But anyways, George Clooney and Brad Pitt, so fun in that movie. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I like Ocean's Eleven. It's good. It's a fun time. So that's what mm-hmm. we watched. Jais, what about you? You been up to anything this week? We'd, Any movies? Any we shows? We literally just watched... The whole Ocean's Eleven series, so <laughs> like Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen, oh. just all of them. S- stop. So yeah, <laughs> there. Let's go. Not Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. Not uh, not the new one. We haven't we haven't seen the new one, but the old ones, they're solid. I ha- I haven't seen Ocean's Twelve or Thirteen. 
They're definitely not as good. Yeah, I haven't either. Definitely not as good, but still worth the watch. Okay. I know I've started 12, but like something, I do this thing where I start movies and then like I get distracted and I switch to something else. (sighs) Godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Godfather 2. Keeks, don't worry. We're getting there. This year. Yeah. Keeks, what did you watch? Um, so I watched three movies. This was actually, I watched them on last Saturday, uh, before and after we recorded, I watched, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo by David Fincher. Sheesh. That, that is a heavy movie, but I gave it an A minus. I think it's a little sour though. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's cup of tea. And then I watched all the president's men 76. It's about, um, the Washington post reporters that like kind of, broke the first news of the Watergate scandal. Mm. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Uh, I gave it a B plus though. Uh, it's still sweet, but it's, you know, like now that we know so much more about Watergate, it wasn't as interesting. The script was good, but it was never like, there, there never seemed like there was a big climax. Mm. It was just pretty like gradual the whole time. Uh, and then I ended it off watching Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to... Do you guys know this title? It's it's so long. Hold on. How I learned to I don't remember. Or how I learned to stop worrying. Learn to stop worrying and love the bomb. Mm. Um, it's a dark comedy about uh an American war general that like calls um on the army to like drop a nuke on Russia, and so like the president and like all of these like global leaders are trying to stop it from happening. Um, I felt like it was a little slow to begin with, but it was so funny. It was like 64, 66 when it came out. I loved it. Stanley Kubrick, um, very versatile director. It's so cool to see his filmography of everything he's done. He's done horror, comedy, um, drama, period pieces. Mm. It's insane. Um, But I give it an A minus. I give it sweet, though. So, so far, it's my number one movie of the year. I loved Dr. Strangelove. It is on Amazon Prime, I think, is where I saw it. Awesome. Yeah, this year, I'm definitely making a notes where of all the movies I've watched – just watched. Even if it's if it's for the first yes. time, I'll put like in parentheses first time or check something to distinguish it like a key. But uh Oh, you're gonna do all of yeah, them. All of them. Ocean's eleven though, I'll give an A minus sweet. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Jais, what what do you give the Ocean series as a whole so far? I would say an A. Very entertaining. Yeah, yeah great. Loved it. They are entertaining. I, from what I remember, uh Ocean's eleven is like A A plus. Ocean's eleven's A plus. The other two B plus. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. That, you know. Uh, what is it? PEMDAS. P e m d a s with math. Uh, addition by subtraction. Oh, yeah. You get an A <laughs> yeah. for the whole yes, series. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then I started Assassin's Creed. Bro- or Assassin's Creed. No. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Dang. Nice. I think there's an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, isn't there? Yes. There. There sure is. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the mix-up. But uh, <laughs> I just finished like part one. Really great so far. Cool. Really great. Um, TC, I am with you, though. I've, I'm doing one comprehensive list of my first watches, and I'm categorizing them by, like, streamed or theater, so I can see how, like, they rank. You know, if a new movie is better than an old one or et cetera. Yeah. That's how I'm doing okay. it. Because at, at the end of the year, um, when we were, like, all the new movies, I was like, uh, wait. <laughs> Let me go through the files <laughs> of my memory of what I watched. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I realized there was another movie I watched last year, Waves, that I didn't even have ranked. Yeah. Waves Trey is Edward great. Schultz. 
Yeah, I gave it like a B plus, A minus. It's not what I was yeah. expecting. That is a... Uh, <laughs> Dude, I've been using Letterboxd. Do you guys use that? We have a Sweet Film Talk Letterboxd. Go follow us on Sweet Film Talk Letterboxd. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and then give us five stars. Rank us five stars. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we want to use it more this year. I don't know how, but we got to do it. Yeah, I've been using PC. that to track things. And I literally went back looking through my the movies I watched in 2020. I looked at my viewing history on Netflix, oh, hey. Amazon Prime, and I think that's it. But I went like the entire year, looked at every single thing I watched. It's pretty cool. That'd be fun. I might make a personal account oh, and just start... Just start being a troll, be like that movie sucks. <laughs> you can you can be the Armand White of Letterboxd and give a like the Godfather a one or a half star. Yeah, yeah. give Jack and Jill five stars. <laughs> yeah. For any of you know who don't know who Armand White is, he's like the ultimate contrarian. Like he thinks Jack and Jill's a great movie, and he thinks movies like a uh, Man of Steel are great movies. But then he'll give something like the Godfather like one at, one or oh. one and a half stars. Trolls. Edgy. Unless it's Suicide Squad, he also hated Suicide okay. Squad. Okay, well then he's he he has some some character. He's consistent, yeah. <laughs> like the opposite, but yeah, he's consistent. Um, let's go to movie news. Movie news. We've got a few things, not like a ton of things, but interesting things enough. Uh, Brendan Fraser, like we said, don't call it comeback. He's going to be in Darren Aronofsky's new film, The Whale, where he will play a six hundred pound recluse. Who's eating himself to death? I mean, if you guys have seen movies like Requiem for a Dream, I Ooh. already can imagine what this movie's gonna be, and it's gonna be a nightmare of anxiety. Mm. What do you guys think? Probably that. Yeah. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream is like is a nightmare. It's terror inducing. It gives you so much anxiety. It, it is the king. It's the king of movies I'll never watch again. Oh, I've gosh. seen it once and just I don't think I can ever again. I've never seen it, but when I no. do see it. I will let you you all know immediately <laughs> my thoughts. I, I think you'll hate it more than Neon Genesis Evangelion. No, it's a great that movie. Bad? It's a we we also we also think Neon Genesis <laughs> Evangelion's a great movie, but TC not his cup of tea. I don't know. You might like that'll it. Be, it is a good movie. That'll be the 2021 end of goal. Just a nice solo TC five minute take on <laughs> Requiem for a Dream and Evangelion. <laughs> We, when you watch it, we might, we will have to review what, what, what it. What was Brandon Fraser's last movie or film credential? So he's been in Doom Patrol. Um, if you know what Doom Doom Patrol is, a DC property. It's on HBO Max. It's supposed to be really good. He plays like, I think I don't know what his name. I don't know if it's Robot Man, oh. but he plays oh, like yeah, a NASCAR yeah, yeah. driver. That's right. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good though, and he's supposed to be pretty good in the movie. Oh, I um, I love him. I love him in the Mummy and Tarzan. And bedazzled, that's prime time. Tar- Georgia the Jungle. Georgia the Jungle. Yep, essentially Tarzan. <laughs> it is. Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah, that's good. Oh, he's- Jives. What, what do you? What do you? It's going to be with eight twenty four. What do you? Th- what do you think about that pairing? <laughs> when I saw that, I thought it was a joke. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's. I feel like it'll be really gritty. I. I feel like I'm like really excited to see it. So. Who knows? I, I think it's a. I think it's kind of a, a match made in heaven. A twenty four is like the what, like the supreme of movies. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets super hyped about whatever they do, even when it's like it's yeah. fine, but it might not be the most amazing thing. And uh, I think Brendan Fraser being in an A twenty four film with Darren Aronofsky is just kind of like the ultimate 
like people our age film buffs movie <laughs> yes. that we're going to be opening day. Uh, yeah, I'm it stoked. Is, and it could be, I don't know, the the Fraser Sons, as they would call it. The Brendana Sons, maybe. Mm. Also, I saw that, uh, I also saw this on Instagram, but all Star Wars games will be under Lucasfilm, the, a new open world Star Wars. I saw that Ubisoft. too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't understand how the partnership with Ubisoft works. I don't know if it's like a subsidiary, but uh, they should have done this like eight years ago. I heard Star <laughs> Wars Fallen Order, I think was the new game that came out a year and a half ago. It was mm-hmm. actually good. I've heard good reviews about that. Yeah, I've heard it's fun. So, I like open world games, so I'm, I'm beyond excited. Have have any of you guys played Cyberpunk? Oh yeah, at all? Nope. I've played a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've played okay, wait. Well, how is it? I I know it came out like two months ago, and it just kind of came and went. But uh, here's our late review of it. I've I've seen so many memes. There's it's so hard to rate because like it could have been like one of the best games of all time, but it just failed on so many different levels. Like it's so sad. Is it glitchy? Oh, I played it on PC, so it wasn't that bad for me, but. If you play it on consoles, it's like the glitchiest game ever made. <laughs> oh, yikes! Yeah, it. Yeah, there was like a glitch that came out the, like the first day where your character, when you're driving a motorcycle, is standing on the seat with his your arm straight out, 100% naked. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just driving like and like your character is <laughs> you can become fully naked in that game, like everything. And sh- oh, and yeah. show- you and can it- customize every-, <laughs> every detail. You can't. You can. Yeah, you, I thought that yeah. was a meme. Yes. I didn't know that was legit. That's real. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh my god! So your character's standing in a T pose, driving the motorcycle, completely stiff, <laughs> naked. <laughs> and that's just how you drive it. In, in a T pose. Oh my word! So, oh, yeah. sounds like an A plus yeah, to me. Great. I loved it. <laughs> Entertaining. Did you beat it? I have so many hours on that game. I'm not even going <laughs> to mention how many hours I've played. Okay, so you've played it a lot, though, so it's got to be decent. It's a really, like, the story is amazing. It's a really, really good oh. story. Ke- Keanu okay. Reeves is, like, the main character that you play with. I, have you ever played Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War? Drives? I didn't play oh. those. And if you're looking for a good Middle Earth game, don't know how you feel Ooh. about that, but, man, those are fun. I heard those are really good. They're great. Um, that's a that is a great segue into Lord of the Rings news. Oh yeah, that's right. The series, the series. They've kind of given more updates. Going to take place in the Second Age, which they'd kind of hinted at with their first Instagram post like a year and a half ago. Um, speculation was it was going to center around a young Aragorn. No, it is not. It takes place like two thousand years before all of the Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, it'll be like a young Sauron that they've already cast. And it will be like, I don't know, the second age. I read a little bit. It's going to it's gonna take us to places that we have not seen yet in Lord of the Rings. And it's being filmed in New Zealand, I think, as Dang. we speak. Oh, I'm so excited. Who's going to be Sauron? Yeah. Do we know? Oh, gosh. I, uh, you talk amongst yourselves. I'll pull it up. That seems I, amazing. Yeah, I hope I hope it's just really done really well because... We've talked about it before. I think we talked especially about it on our Lord of the Rings takes, but Lord of the Rings, there's so much material. There's so much lore. Yeah, there really is so much lore, so this could be done really well. And that's kind of what um, Shadow War and Shadow Mordor touch on, mm-hmm. uh, is the backstory of Sauron. Ooh. A little bit. So, 
Is it okay? I, I'm not typing quick enough, so it, we'll just. Is it Will Poulter? Will Poulter is in it. He's from um, Black Mirror and also Midsommar. Yeah, if you guys watch mm-hmm. that. Um, another there's a there's a girl in there who's from another show, and then Uncle. I don't remember, but he's one of the uncles of the in Game of Thrones of like Sansa Uncle what Stark is that their last name right? Mm. I don't remember is that gosh this is well anyways yeah that's so that's what it's going to take place a couple thousand years before and you're going to see a bunch of different places that we haven't seen in Lord of the Rings before can't, can't wait seriously consider me hyped dang that's awesome putting five hundred million dollars toward this bad boy so Oof. uh jeez <laughs> better better be good it'll be good. Um, then the last thing that I kind of saw, I mean, you know, that we're, we, we go through and we kind of pick the pieces of news that seem very interesting is, a uh, Deadpool three will be rated R. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Newsflash. Water is wet and the sky is blue and the sun is hot. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, huh. I mean, the fact that it's from Disney is interesting. It makes me think that they might release it under 20th century Fox. Oh, okay. It's from Disney? So they can get that, stick with that R rating. Dang. Um, Di- I mean, Disney has famously in the past created uh, alternate studios under them so they can publish R rated movies. I think Buena Vista Pictures is mm. one of them. Was. I don't know if they even still make movies anymore, but I, I think that's probably what they'll do. Yeah. It is still a 20th Century Fox like property, did technically. You, did you ever see the Match.com promo ad? That Ryan Reynolds did. No, I don't think so. So he is. Um, so he's he's playing as the devil. I think he's the I think he's the voice of the devil. I'm not sure. Or he posted it to his Instagram. But anyways, he's like swiping on Match.com, the devil, and then he matches with somebody, and then like they meet up, and she's like, and he's like, oh, you're really cute. Like, what's your name? And she's like, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was that was it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> but I'll have to watch, actually. That does sound kind of funny. Yeah. Especially with Ryan Reynolds involved. Yeah. Funny enough. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds does a good job of that. Oh, also, also, Red Notice on Netflix coming out this year with The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Oh, I saw Netflix is like, they said, like, a new movie every week. <laughs> Count me in for Red Notice because it's got The Rock. I oh, love yeah. The Rock. I love The Rock. <laughs> Top five favorite actor. <laughs> that greatest actor of all time that man stays in his lane he knows his lane and he stays in it and he thrives in he it he is the, the king of triple B even over the I love it proud of him and you know what Gal Gadot you, just keep getting movies keep working on that acting girl we we love is it is it Gadot we, or Gadot I think it's Gadot okay. I, I, I think Gal Gadot though. sounds cooler then Ryan Reynolds he's in it he was also in uh, Hobbs and Shaw I don't know if they're going to do That's a sequel right. to that movie. He was at Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know what they did. With, like, are they going to do a second one? I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah. I would hope so. Um, that's it with movie news, though. Anything else? Anything else you guys want to report for movie news? Anything else you that's heard? Okay. It. it is time for our review of the week. What is it? Still, uh, another audible. Do you guys watch review of the week? No, no. He's the kid that dresses up with a suit and tie on YouTube and eats fast food and like reviews it. That's amazing. <laughs> Good for him. Have you never? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. He's so funny. Yeah, send me a link. Yeah, send me a link. There you go. Review of the week. 
free free ads. There you go. Review of the week. Um, I would love to have him on the pod. Actually, I think it'd be so funny. Uh, okay, Sound of Metal is our review today. It was somewhat last minute, but it is a written and directed by Darius Martyr. It stars Riz Ahmed and Olivia. I think Cole is her last Cook. name. Mm. Cook Olivia Cook, and is the story of a heavy metal drummer who slowly loses his hearing, and the way that he's able to cope with that. And I will start off with my thoughts right now. Um, I think the movie Riz Ahmed, like I said, it is for me, he is my favorite for best actor. I think um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I think what's his name? Chadwick Boseman will win for his performance there. But Riz Ahmed has a really great chance. It's a really great showing of the grief cycle and also like how to approach empathy and kind of the styles that you have the phases you have to go through with being more empathetic uh really incredible movie like we said the sound design it will win something for sound design or something oh, yeah. for sound for sure at the academy awards and uh tc what did you think of the sound of metal so i watched this just recently as keeks mentioned earlier this would have easily made my top five movies of 2020 i just never got to it which was a shame. Mm-hmm. So there you guys have it. 2021. I know there's a lot of movies coming out this year, <laughs> uh, but Sound of Metal honestly will probably make my first time watch mm. because I mean we'll count it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. It was in 2021 and I watched it. Oh yeah. Anyways, I was. I thought this movie was amazing. It was a different type of movie I've ever seen before. I felt really immersed in what Riz Ahmed was going through, and. Everything involved. I thought the sound design was incredible. You really noticed the sound right off the bat in the very first scene. There was just a heavy metal. It's just loud. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up in the trailer and it has a lot of the sounds, the water tapping, the magic bullet. Shout out the magic bullet. Love it to see a good magic bullet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Love those smoothies. We've got one right here in our kitchen. <laughs> and I thought the sound design was amazing and just his journey becoming deaf and then realizing, oh my gosh, he's losing his hearing. And I thought it was a really good movie. My only con for this movie, guys, honestly, the poster needs some love. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the poster? I don't really. It's, it's just like a scene from the movie, but that's just me. I think the poster could be better. Oh man, I love the po- I love how minimal yeah. it is because that's the movie. The movie feels so that's minimal. That's true. There, there's a good point to that, but I think the the poster could have been better. Although, I, like I said, that's my only really my only con. I thought the acting was tremendous. The story was great. Really original too. Mm-hmm. What is what is your grade for it? I'm gonna give it an A. It's absolutely sweet. Highly recommend it. Riz Ahmed definitely deserves some Oscar nods. Ooh. And oh, yeah. uh, movie morsel also. Uh, the plot and the main characters are baked on based on Derek Cien uh, France's unfinished docu fiction film Metalhead, um, in which obviously the drummer of a me- heavy metal duo blows his eardrums. Essentially, what happens in the movie, and then um, Darius Martyr, cr- directed the film, um, was given the blessing to go on with this movie. So this was always kind of in the plan since two thousand nine, and now it's been made. Dang. And you know that that actually seems to be a very common, just trend. I, I think it's very common in, in Hollywood. Is you get, for example, uh, Uncut Gems. The Safdie brothers wrote Uncut Gems before they wrote Good Time. Yeah. 
in like 2009. Took like 10 mm-hmm. years for that movie to get made. Um, and it just goes to show, you know, like if you have an idea, keep working on it, keep perfecting it. And if you really want to get it made, you can, people will help you get it made if you put enough love and care in it. I, I really, I do truly believe mm-hmm. that. Um, Derek Cian France, who actually started to write this movie, uh, directed Place Beyond the Pines, and Darius Martyr wrote Place Beyond the Pines. So there's their connection. Mm. And I think Darius Martyr's a great writer. And then being able to have the reins, having worked on this project for like 10 years, I think his vision was executed perfectly for the movie. What I love a lot is how you get a lot of time with Riz Ahmed's character by himself, kind of in his head. And that allows a lot of show, not tell, which I really mm-hmm. liked. Yeah. The very, in like the first five minutes, you know exactly the kind of character as he is. He's up super early. He's very dedicated to his routine, yep. but he's also a little desperate in that too. Dedicated to his craft. Jives. Yeah. Jives, what, what'd you think of it? I loved it, seriously. I mean, it, it really makes you feel like you're kind of like understanding what this guy's going through like on a deeper level than just kind of like observing it. Like you feel like you're, it's kind of like, desperation kind of when you're when you hear his hearing go out and you're like no like the best scene is when he goes to the doctor for the first time and the doctor's like you have to do everything you can to preserve the hearing you have now and like it immediately cuts to him just like playing the drums and it's like the loudest music ever and you're just like no and you just know that like his hearing is just destroyed i thought it was a very powerful movie yeah and i like it I like the ending. Like I didn't under, really, really understand the the title, the sound of metal, until like the very end, when you hear what it sounds like when he has his implants in. It sounds like metal. Like, oh, everything sounds like metal as it comes in, and you think, oh, the metal, like the music genre. But I was like, maybe it's like the way he hears things now. It literally sounds like like grating metal. Everything. Oh, I so let, let's talk about that. I think the 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 title has so many meanings. Yeah. yeah. Because that's when he's – so essentially as another part of the movie is he goes to live with uh, a group of people that are hearing impaired. And I love that contrast of him like trying to desperately find his hearing compared to like these people that they've already gone through possibly that grieving process. Mm-hmm. And they don't see their hearing impairment as a disability rather as something that makes them unique mm-hmm. and that makes them special. Yeah. And to see him go – start to go through that and get to the point where he's able to reach that is very even cathartic for the viewer as well. Yes. I thought I thought it, I, there's a few scenes that I really like, but one scene I really liked is when he's in the deaf community and he's um you know having a little meet, a meeting about their jobs and they're like everybody has jobs here and just in all caps Joe writes under Ruben learn how to be deaf. <laughs> I love that. That was mm-hmm. that was like oh wow, and I think Riz Ahmed just really brought his character to screen really well. And I would say another two of my other favorite scenes. I know it's maybe a little bit spoiler, so if you haven't seen it, pause. Next little thirty seconds or so. I like when Joe talks to Ruben after he gets his surgery, and he's explaining what's hap- what's happened. And Joe's like, "I want you to be happy. That's great." And then he's like, "I want to stay here." And Joe's like, "You can't like." Unfortunately, that's not how it goes. And I thought he did that in a really great way. And Riz mm-hmm. actually took that really well. I thought he was going to throw a tantrum, but didn't. And then he's like, did you never feel a stillness when you wrote in your journal? Did you ever feel that stillness? And I love at the very end of the movie, 
He takes out the hearing aids, and he feels that stillness. I thought that was really powerful. I oh, thought yeah. that went full circle. I thought that was a really beautiful mm-hmm. ending, mm-hmm. and that he accepts who he is now, is able to, you know, embrace the change. And yeah. that's what this movie, this movie touches, this movie, everybody can relate to this movie that involves change, and even unexpected change, because this was definitely out of left field, and that happens to essentially everybody that can, ex- yeah. can experience unexpected change. Mm-hmm. Life is going to knock you down, and I, I think when it finally does, and when it does do that, is it does prove to us how hard empathy can be when we're not in that position. Yeah, it's not. It is not easy to relate with people, whether you are able to, whether you've experienced firsthand, or whether you're trying to just understand their situation. And so it also it helps us understand that yeah, it's not easy, but it, it is doable. Like we can come to understand people's points of view. And another thing that I really like is his relationship with Olivia Cook uh, takes a backseat for a lot of the movie, but. You can see that, like, he's not necessarily making these changes for himself. Rather, he's doing it to, like, get somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or he's doing it to try and, like, get to the next space in his life instead of living in the moment. And that's a huge thing of, like, also being understand how to live in the moment. Because he does have moments like that where he is able to. But it's awesome to see that in the very end. I I give the movie an A+. I give it a sweep. A+. um, A+. for me. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Really amazing, um, and I, I I love Riz Ahmed. I mean, you've she's Nightcrawler's amazing. We love Rogue One. Uh, well, gosh, I can't think of anything else he's in, but um, uh, I can't wait to see what he does next. Also, yeah. when when him and Olivia are at the end talking, and he's like, mm-hmm. "You stop scratching," and then right after that, he's like, "Let's do it. Let's go to tour." And immediately had just that twitch, that habit where she starts scratching because. That's like her way of saying no, from what I understand. Kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. This is what not what I want. Yeah. This is what you want. And I thought that was also a really great scene. He just realizes, like, oh my gosh, like I've kind of been the one causing this scratch, so to speak. And then he realizes, like, okay, it's time for us to go our separate ways. Yeah. I thought that was another yeah. really well done scene. A lot of show don't tell as well, right there. Mm hmm. Sheesh, I'd say that's kind of that's that's a reason why this movie gets bumped up to an A plus for me. Is it's so it does not, and it doesn't need to hold your hand as you're going through. It's a very easy movie to follow through all the way, and because it's so much of show, because they wanted um, this is actually a sweet movie morsel. Is or was it? Oh yeah. So although you can turn off captions on Amazon Prime, the filmmakers intended for the captions to be on for the duration of the film. And that's how it was shown at film festivals. They wanted the hearing. They wanted to bring hearing people into the experience of those who are deaf or hard of hearing, and who would also require captions for any film or TV shows. And that's just like a cool, what what a what an awesome thing to be able to do and to make an amazing movie that mm-hmm. does that. Yeah, I thought that I didn't even realize that because I watch all my movies <laughs> in closed captions. <laughs> if I can have captions, Man. I'm doing it. And I it's so funny because <laughs> I used to hate when my dad would do it growing up. And now I'm all in. Now I'm like, <laughs> I have to have captions. Oh, you understand probably 30 to 40% more of what's going on if you turn on captions. Yep, true. Yep. Very true. So I found that interesting that yep. they actually included captions. I wouldn't have known had I obviously <laughs> not turned them on. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jives, it looked like you were going to say something else. Were you going to say something else? No, I, I just love the movie. Oh, yeah. Riz, 
apparently he did another movie right after The Sound of Metal that's like the exact same plot. Did you guys see that on IMDb? No. He, no. he plays a, a rapper who, who's who been trying to you know, catch his break for like 15 years and then he finally like breaks through and starts gaining popularity and he gets like some sort of disease. Is it, it Mogul Mowgli? Yes, it's yeah. like the exact Mogul same movie. Mowgli. Oh! <laughs> the exact same movie. Just... Do they make him speak with like a you know like like he's from the United States or is, does he get to use his British accent? I haven't seen it because he's from yeah, England. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I just saw it on there and I was like, that's the exact same premise. Oh, what? As the someone heck? said on IMDb, a review it says, "Try to watch this and Sound of Metal at the same day." <laughs> <laughs> the same day. Uh, Riz Ahmed also learned sign language and the drums in like six months to prepare for this. Dang. That's amazing. I would I would love yeah. to learn. American Sign Language. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, or at least just some basics. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool thing to learn. My wife yeah. and I were, were like trying to learn as he was learning. We were like doing like the sit and the like be calm and stuff like that. Oh, I've tried to do that with Japanese as I watch anime and, uh, yep. No, no dice. Not <laughs> no at dice. all. Daijoka. That's the only thing. Are you okay? I'm, are you okay? Uh, yeah, Sound of Metal, that's phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Mm. Would have been, would have been a, go watch it. Would have been a really fun theater experience too. Not a fun, but different. I know. Yeah, it would have been cool. It's on Amazon Prime, so anyone who wants, wants to go watch it, it is there. Uh, anything else before we move on to our award ceremony, the Sweeties? Sweeties, I'm Let's good. Go. I don't think I have anything else. Let's do it. We are. As everyone knows, it is a newer reward ceremony, but it is equally as coveted as an Oscar, um, more coveted than the Golden Globes, because we all know that that is uh, just the party award ceremony. No one really cares about the Golden Globes. However, the Sweeties, though, it is for real. Everyone, uh, TC, do you hear that? Jives, do you hear that? Do you hear the music coming in? There. It is. There hey. it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Bring goodness. Bring it in. Bring it Perfect. in. Welcome. Perfect. Welcome. Bring it to on the red in. carpet. Um, <laughs> Oh my! Oh, I can't wait to do that for Oscars this year. Do that again. <laughs> what we did last year for the Oscars um, interview special. Okay, um, I was telling the guys that you know it, since since we are the hosts, I wanted to tell a joke. Oh, and I did not tell them the joke, but this joke I heard at three a.m. when I was eighteen. So we hope you all enjoy it. Um, so a bear walks into a bar, and he says, "I'll take a gin." And tonic. The bartender looks at him and says, okay, but what's with the paws? And the bear looks down and he says, oh, these? <laughs> I've had these. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what's with the paws? <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> that took me a minute. I was like. The pause? Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Right? That's fun. That's my go-to joke for most people. They, I, I get It's about 75% hate it, 25% love <laughs> it. That's good. I love it. I love it. I've had these for it's, years. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to go through our categories. We did introduce a new one this year, but uh, to just go through last year's Sweetie Awards for most disappointing movie – was the Lion King okay for that will be a hit on cable was Hobbs and Shaw best trailer was 1917 and then fave movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood amazing 
So that was the 2019 winners that we announced in 2020. Now, most disappointing movie. Uh, most disappointing <laughs> movie was a whopping clear the way. Absolutely no, no contest. I think. Wait, wait, wait. Before you announce it, what did what were your guys' picks for maybe most disappointing movie? Mine was Mulan. Mulan was a good one. Mine was, mine was the winner. It was? Okay, Jais, what about I you? Didn't, I barely watched any movies this year. <laughs> so, okay. Not, not, yeah, not uh, we're, there we go. Now we're disappointed, which is good. Uh, <laughs> but, but the winner is Wonder Woman, 1984. Oof. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. That's, that's right. I don't have any beef about that. <laughs> I, I think the most shocking thing is uh, earlier this year, earlier in 2020, when Patty Jenkins was like, I wanted it to come out last year. I haven't done any editing on the movie. I'm thinking, oh, girl, maybe you, <laughs> maybe just a little bit. There's no need for your movie to be longer than, uh, I don't know, 2001 A Space Odyssey. No reason for that. Yeah. Sorry. Ouch. Oh, man. There you go, though. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Wonder Woman 1984. Our, our our people will get in touch with your people. <laughs> I'm getting you your award. Now, the next one will is the that will be a hit on cable award, Jives. Tenet. Tenet. Tenet is the one. I, I chose Bloodshot. I, I chose Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> but I totally agree with Tenet being a cable movie. And I think people get that skewed a little bit, being like, oh, it's a cable movie, it's trash. No, there's a lot of cable movies on TNT, TBS that are good movies. They just get replayed a lot, like Star mm-hmm. Wars for one. Uh, what's another mm-hmm. one? I feel like uh, another Christopher Nolan. Inception. Uh, Shawshank. 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 Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so Tenet right up that alley for being a cable movie. Perfect. Great. You know, with commercials, it'll be about three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take up a whole afternoon. Yeah. Now, um, the the award for best trailer I was hyped about because it was definitely my pick. What was your guys' pick for best trailer of the year for you? Is it the one that won as well? Wonder Woman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> okay, yeah. was the one. Okay, and the winner is the Batman. Hey. The Batman ended up oh. winning. We it was pretty close. What was the other one that a lot of people Dune. voted for? I forgot what the other one was. Dune. Dune. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's another good one. That's a good one. The Batman was so but cool, Batman, though. Batman was just on vengeance. <laughs> it was good. I can't, and with the uh, Nirvana song. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch that. I listened to that gym nonstop at the gym after that trailer <laughs> came out. For I'm like rewatching the week. Batman trailer because it's been, honestly, two months too long. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Now, why was I was going to do... We're going to do best quarantine movie. That is our uh, new and... A very appropriate category for this year. We're going to do favorite movie afterwards, but best quarantine movie of the year. Um, Jais, do you have a pick of the eight movies you watched this year? Any, <laughs> any, any that you thought were best quarantine this movies? This one was at the very end of last year, so it doesn't count, but Little Women. Mm. Oh, I yeah. I feel like that's a great quarantine it's movie. It's like a warm yeah, hug. Yeah, But doesn't my, count. 2019. Mine was uh, Inception. We watched that. That was a fun quarantine movie. But quarantine show for me was Lost. That was like Ooh. perfect quarantine. Not a movie, but Ooh. felt like that is definitely totally a movie in a way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh yeah. 
I, uh, mine actually coincidentally was also the winner. So it's good to see that uh, uh, I am not pandering. Me and the sweets, we just, I, got, I don't know, great minds think alike, I guess. Um, D- TC, will you give us the, oh wait. Yeah, TC, will you give us the winner of favorite mo- or best quarantine movie? I'm not gonna take my shot. Hamilton. <laughs> it's Hamilton. Hey. Oh man. Yeah, I don't even know if I got those lyrics right, but there you have it. It's Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like what I'm not throwing away yeah, my shot. I'm not shot. gonna throw away That's my what shot. He says. Yeah, there it is. So That's yeah, perfect. that was a fun quarantine movie. That was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a blast. Very cool too to see like a a uh, what's it called a uh, play like in movie format. You don't get to see mm-hmm. that a lot, unless it's Cats. Then it's even worse. Nightmare fuel. Um, okay, so to cap us off. With favorite movie, Jives, what was your favorite movie of the year? And will you announce the category winner, please? Whew, that's a hard one. Favorite movie of the year, Sound of Metal. 100%. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the winner is Soul. And? And Palm Springs. <laughs> There's a two-way tie. Two-way tie. Soul and Palm Springs. Which... I was actually pretty impressed with Palm Springs, especially. I know we'd have some people recommend that we review it. So for next take, we will be reviewing Palm Springs. Let's go. Andy Samberg. Very excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which I'd heard great things about. It. I don't know why we never watched yeah. it. Um, uh, two way t- total seems like totally different movie movies. So hats off to the tem- to them both being <laughs> the favorite. <laughs> Um, Jamie Foxx and Andy Samberg will send you your awards in the mail. They'll get there in about four weeks. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> Devoted sweets of the pod. Um, there you go. There are That's the Sweeties Awards. Um, fun watch. They, uh, fun take as well. That's all the all the categories for this year. Um, thank you everyone for, for, for voting, for giving your submissions, your input. Um, for Wonder Woman 1984 for running away with that oh category. Gosh. That was far and away. Ran like. Away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the the most I thought Mulan was going to take it. And then I remembered, oh, <laughs> Wonder Woman did come out yep. this year. Which just goes to show how great well, the first one is. I think Wonder is. Woman had a lot of recency bias too. I, don't I think know. that helped. Oh. I, I would say Mulan and Wonder Woman are not good, both of them. Still Wonder Woman is still mm-hmm. watchable. I would say Mulan overall is worse than Wonder Woman. Yes. But I think Wonder Woman yes. was more disappointing because of Wonder Woman the first one being actually good. Mm-hmm. That's why I was disappointed. Yes, great. A minus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there, there you have it. But please, people, all our sweets, go watch Sound of Metal. It is on Amazon Prime. Worth yes. the time. Go watch Sound of Metal. Um, go watch Palm Springs, which is on Hulu, which we'll be reviewing next week. Soul on Disney Plus. It's great that all these movies are streaming. I love that. Yes. And Jives, thank you for being yeah, on the pod. I love being on. He. He'll just he'll he'll pop in like every now and then. So it's great. We love it when you do it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Love it. That is take 116 for everyone. Uh, next week is Palm Springs. It is your boy the sweet keeks. TC. And stay sweet. TC and and Big three. <laughs> Su- sushi Let's again go. soon. Album coming soon. <laughs> stay sweet. 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 sweet.